the worst thing that you can do right now is give in to what they want, right? Give into the anger, give into the hate, give into the fear, give into all of the chaos. Don't do that to yourself because you just end up ruining your life and being miserable. Instead, come back to you, join Queen Alchemy, listen to my podcast, invest in my programs that allow you to feel more empowered about being a woman. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Um, excited to be back here and excited to answer the questions, uh, the Q&As that I need to do following up from the abortion episode. So like, uh, it must have been like, honestly, three weeks ago when kind of the whole Roe v. Wade thing happened. I put a question box up on my Instagram asking what people, what questions people have so I can answer them on the podcast. So that is what we're going to dive in today um, with. To keep it real, I've had a cry before this. Mm, not a cry, I was trying to fight back, like hold back the tears because I was like, I have to fucking record this and I have to be on camera. So if you're watching the video version, that it's kind of, I feel like I look a bit weird today. Not weird, but like, I feel like I look kind of different. Um, also, I don't know whether it's like because my lipsticks run a little bit from making out, but I don't know if that's my lips look bigger because of my lipstick. I don't know if I know, but I'm like, I kind of look different. Anyway, we are rolling with it. Doesn't matter. Moving on. Uh, I'm feeling fine though right now. So nobody needs to worry. It was just one of those moments, you know what I mean? Like your man grabs you and it's just like, oh, just fucking melt for a second. And then it's like, he said, he said something really nice. And I'm like, all right, good to go. You can go now. I'm like, okay, bye. Now I need to record a podcast. I'm happy again. <laughs> Sagittarius mood swings. Okay. So um excited to get into these questions. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? And hopefully they do cover quite a few of the things that you guys are wondering about and want clarification on. Now, obviously I am not like you know, the best person I want it to like ask when it comes to like laws or politics. So please make sure that you do your own research. Um, I am literally just researching things and making sure that I'm getting them rep from reputable articles when it comes to the actual like legal um, standpoint. So, um, okay, let's go through these questions. So, first question is, can abortion still be done for medical reasons such as high-risk pregnancy? You, so, you need to look based on state by state. And I just want to, you know, before I even jump into this, I want to preface again that this fucking sucks. It's disgusting. It is, it is scary. Like, all of the things that you guys feel, I feel too. I'm not in a position, not, sorry, I am in a position to have a baby, but I'm, I'm not at the place where I would like to have a child right now. Um, you know, like, I was just literally going through a bunch of articles before I was recording this and I was saying to my man like babe this is fucking scary so as you guys know I'm now, I now live in Atlanta so Atlanta is going so Georgia which is where Atlanta is the state of Georgia is going to make it illegal um and New York stays that where it's it's legal so it, it's going to be it will stay legal in New York and it will become illegal in Atlanta and or in Georgia and I was just saying to him like babe it's like fucking scary and um like, I was like, we cannot get me pregnant. Um, and it's not, then he's like, wait, what? Because like, we talked about it before and he's like, I thought you would never get an abortion. And I'm like, well, you just never know. Right. And that's kind of the scary thing. It's like, it's like to go on down this path where it's like, even if you have thought to yourself, I would never want an abortion. Like I have, I have never want, no, I don't think anybody fucking wants an abortion. Right. I think, you know, I think some people have the thought of like, if it happens, I, I will easily and happily get an abortion. And other people have the thought of like, 
that would be like, I would really have to think about that because that would like really break me to get an abortion. So I've, I've always been on the side, but I'm not anti it. I've always been on the side of personally, I don't think I could ever get an abortion um, because I have a loving family, because I make a a really good amount of money, like all of the obvious things, but you never know the situation that you're in, right? And it's like, now I'm in a situation where it's like, it's funny, right? You think that when you're in an amazing relationship, it's like, oh, if it happens, like whatever. And whilst yes, it's also an and of like, yes, and like, if I felt pregnant fucking tonight, for example, like who knows who's going to get frisky, <laughs> Leah. Um, if I felt pregnant tonight, like that would actually be really scary, for, like a bit scary for me because it's like, I don't want us to have a child in the next nine months or even in the next year because I have so many things that I would like to do before I have a child so that I have made my business um, get to the point where it would be easy for me to run my business postpartum basically is kind of what I'm saying. So, you know, it's just not, it's not the situation. I personally would not find that um, like the world's best thing. I would actually be like bummed about it. Um, so touch wood, like knock on wood. Uh, no one's getting pregnant over here. But anyway, I was saying this to him because like when you lose that choice, that's where it can become really scary. It's like when women find out they can't have children. And I'm going to say can't actually in quotation marks because I've had many clients that can't have kids. And then they come to me and it's like, boom, there's baby. Um, so without going to the without going down into that, there's an episode about like how trauma affects your body. Listen to that episode. Point being is it's like as soon as that choice is taken away from you, it's like you want it, if that makes sense. It's like scares you. It's like as soon as the choice of being able to have a So let's say, for example, you've always been like, I don't know whether I want to have kids. But then someone tells you, actually, you can't have kids. It's Then it's like, wait, what if I want kids? And you start to question that because you don't have a choice. It's like the same thing. It's like, you know, like, oh, I don't think I'll have an abortion. But then as soon as Georgia makes it illegal, it becomes fucking scary, right? Because it's like, wait, what if I need an abortion? And again, like I've said in the previous episode, please make sure you listen to it. It's not just abortions for unwanted pregnancies. It's also abortions to save the life of the mother, if that happens, or to save the life of the child. Like, I mean, when I say save the life of the, tri of the child, I mean, like, let's say your child was going to be heavily disabled. Like, there is a side of the argument where I actually think that it's, it's almost like saving a life in a way where you choose to terminate the pregnancy and everyone, this would be individual for everyone, but personally, I would not want to subject my, my child to their whole life growing up with a major disability when I am like, and some people just would spiritually bypass that. I don't want to take that avenue right now. My answer in that situation for me personally would be like, I don't want to subject myself to that, but and my relationship, but I also don't want to subject my child. If my, if that happened with my child to that, um, because that to me is just no way to live. That isn't really like, that's really unfortunate. And obviously there are times when the child is born and you don't know completely different argument. Like this is like, if the child was still like inside of your womb, it was still a fetus, right? Or it was an unborn child. Um, and you had the option of terminating it. It, like, it would not be an easy one, but personally for me, I would think about that child's rest of their life and the, you know, 80 plus years they have to live with that. And the, all the years that I would have to live with that as well on my partner. So just like 
food for thought on that one about like the abortion thing. So first question is, can abortion still be done for medical reasons that's a high-risk pregnancy? You have to look at state by state. So I'm going to put two links below that I have found that are really clear in explaining all of this. One is from Healthcare Dive and the other one is from Politico. So Politico goes through state by state. So Alabama right now is potentially illegal. And basically the details are that the state could try to reinforce its pre-Roe law banning all abortions except to save the life of a pregnant person. So basically it's near total ban on abortion um, that could be reinstated. So this explaining for further, the state may, tr may try to enforce its pre-Roe law, which was term which was determined to be unconstitutional. The law prohibits all abortions unless necessary to save the life of a pregnant person. The state has also enacted a near total ban um, on abortion that has been enjoined, um, though that could change depending on court action. The law contains an exception in the event of serious health risks to the pregnant person. So that's for that state. But then we come to, so we come to Alaska. Alaska is um, legal. Okay. Arizona, legal for now, but then it's looking like it's going to go to be unlegal. So um, I'm going to read this out for you guys. If you want to skip forward, you can skip forward, but I think it's just interesting and kind of good to know. It's fucking complicated. Uh, not, not complicated, but it's just like complex and you have to, it's like state by state, right? So uh, abortions are now in, in Arizona, uh, for now legal until viability. The state's pre-row law, which prohibits all abortions except for life for a pregnant person, was found unconstitutional by the Arizona Court of Appeals in 1973 and subsequently enjoyed, um, enjoined by a superior court judge. Proponents have, however, argued the law could still be enforced. Additionally, a new state law prohibiting abortions more than 15 weeks after pregnant person's last menstrual period will take effect 91 days after Arizona's legis legislative session ends. If the session does not end early and the law is not blocked by the courts, the 15-week law will take effect September 29th. The law contains an exception to save the life of a pregnant person. While the 15-week bill contains a provision saying it does not repeal the state's pre-Roe law, uh, pre-Roe law Republican government, Doug Juicy, has argued the law supersedes the old one. So, hold on a second. I'm going to explain that one again for anybody wondering about, what did I just say? Arizona. So, Arizona is legal but awaiting the ban. So, um, the state's governor announced that he plans to enforce a pre-stated law that bans abortions and will soon file an injunction that has previously blocked the law. So, it will be a total ban and there will be no exceptions for rape or incest. And that is also, uh, wait, I just said also Alabama. Alabama is also no exceptions for rape or incest. Utah has an exception for rape or incest. All right. The next one we're going to is our Kansas. So, uh, Kansas is also soon to be illegal, abortion illegal except save life for a pregnant person as soon as the Attorney General certifies the Supreme Court has overturned Roe. So nearly all abortions will be illegal um, once the Supreme Court has overturned, um, and which which the Attorney General has said she will do immediately. I mean, it's a she. I mean, for fuck's sake. I, I literally know words. The state's trigger law prevents all abortions except for life for a pregnant person. Um, all right. And let's just also just jump back to Arizona. So, um, what was I going to say? The 15 week bit. So, I just want you to, I want to uh, like clarify this. 
for Arizona, a new state law prohibiting abortions more than 15 weeks after pregnant person's last menstrual period will take effect. So by, from what I'm understanding, it's after 15 weeks. Um, it will become illegal. So if you terminate pregnancy before 15 weeks, it's legal. That's my understanding of that. Do your own research because I could be wrong. All right. Next one is, oh wait, for Arkansas as well. Arkansas is also no exceptions for rape or incest. California is legal. Um, residents will vote in November on whether to preserve the right to an abortion and contraceptions and contraceptives in the state constitution. What the actual fuck does that mean that they are going to vote for or against contraceptives in the state constitution i mean you guys know i'm like get the fuck off hormonal birth control but also there are some people that really should be on contraceptives because either like money things or they have an irregular cycle so they can't even track their cycle to know when they're ovulating like there's there are cases where i'm like you know contraception could be good it's also like i'm super anti but i'm also like the fact that you don't have a choice can really proliferate that feeling of fear of being a woman so that's not a vibe Okay, Colorado is legal. Colorado does require parental notification for abortions and minors. Go Colorado. Um, and that's throughout the whole pregnancy. Um, Connecticut is also abortion legal until viability. So, uh, what was I going to say? Let me just check the other website to see what that's saying to cross-reference. Yeah, Connecticut is legal. Abortion is legal in the state up until fetal viability or around 24 weeks of pregnancy, right? So, there is kind of like a clause to that. In April, the state passed an abortion rights bill strengthening the abortion rights in the state. Love that. We love Connecticut. Everyone move there. <laughs> All right. Delaware is legal. Abortion is legal in Delaware up to fetal viability or around 24 weeks of pregnancy. Florida status is illegal. Abortion is illegal in Florida after 15 weeks of pregnancy following a ban that was briefly halted in state court. What the fuck, Florida? Um, like I'm like pro some of the things that you guys have done over the last year and then like super anti, I don't know, whatever. Um, illegal. So it's illegal in Florida. There's a 15 week ban and no exceptions for rape or incest. So 15 week ban, it's like abortion legal until viability. 15 week bans slated to take effect July one. So this is a bill where it is prohibiting abortions at 15 weeks after the person, the pregnant person last menstrual period, which takes effect July one. The 15 week law contains an exception to save the life of a pregnant person. Okay. Um, Georgia. Georgia is legal for now. Abortion legal for up to 20 weeks after fertilization, but could lift injunction on six-week ban. So right now, abortions are legal until 20 weeks after fertilization. A state law banning abortions after six weeks has been enjoined in a decision currently pending on the appeal on the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. The 11th Circuit issued a stay a state of the appeal pending a ruling of the Dobis case, Dobbs case, sorry, meaning a decision could not come at any time. If the court upholds the law, it will likely be several weeks before the injunction is formally lifted and the six-week law takes effect. Georgia's six-week law contains exceptions. Okay, we have exceptions for rape, incest, and to save the life of a pregnant person, and in the case of fatal fetal anomaly. All right, Hawaii stays legal. Um, Idaho is soon to be illegal. Abortion temporary, temporarily illegal until viability. All abortions except in cases of rape, incest, and save the life of a pregnant person. 
illegal 30 days after the U.S. Supreme Court overturns Roe. So abortions are temporarily illegal until viability. The state has a trigger law that will prohibit nearly all abortions 30 days after the U.S. Supreme Court overturns Roe. The law can take exceptions for rape, incest, and save the life of a pregnant person. The state has also banned abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. Oops. Um, with exceptions for rape, incest, and just said that again. Uh, cool. Okay. Illinois is legal. We love that. Everyone move there. Indiana is legal until 20 weeks after fertilization. Iowa is legal until after 20 weeks of fertilization. Kansas is legal until 22 weeks after the person's last pregnant, last uh, menstrual period. Kentucky is illegal. All abortions are illegal except for save the life of a pregnant person are illegal. So let me just scroll down to... Wait, I think, did I say Idaho legal but awaiting ban? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. So to be illegal, yep. Okay, so yeah, Illinois, Indiana, and Iowa are all legal. Kansas is legal. Oh, Kentucky is legal but awaiting ban. Is that where I'm up to? Yes. Okay, so Kentucky is going to become illegal. It's temporarily legal in Kentucky. Um, It's blocked. There's like a blocked... Uh, a trigger law didn't go into effect, um, but it will become illegal and there will be no exceptions for rape or incest. I'm just like, what the fuck? No exceptions for rape or incest in Kentucky. They will perform abortions to save the life of a pregnant person. Louisiana is illegal um, except to save the life of a pregnant person and... Uh, for Louisiana, there is also no exceptions for rape or incest. Everyone fucking abort mission for Louisiana and Kentucky. Whenever I think of Kentucky, I just think of like Kentucky fried chicken, as in like KFC. And it's like my brother used to always say it in a funny way when you were younger. Okay, Maine is legal. Maryland is legal. Let me figure out the dates for you guys. Maine, legal until viability. Maryland, legal until viability. Massachusetts, legal until 24 weeks. Um, Michigan, legal for now. Abortion, legal until viability for now. Pre-row law, pre law banning all abortions except save life for a pregnant person could be reinstated by the courts. Um, that was for Michigan. So Michigan is legal, but a waiting ban um, is what I'm getting for Michigan. So Politico says legal for now, and then the healthcare dive is saying legal but awaiting ban. So, and when that ban comes up, there will be no exceptions for rape or incest. Um, did I say for pregnant? Uh, that was for Mississippi. Did I say no? I said Michigan. That was Michigan. So and yeah, okay. So that's what Michigan is. No words. Um, Minnesota is legal. Uh, Mississippi is illegal. So in Mississippi, to start to, to the blah, 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 the 2007 trigger law makes abortion illegal, accepting life threatening, except in life threatening emergencies and rape or incest. A rape or incest crime must be reported to law enforcement. Abortion criminal penalties include a maximum of 10 years in prison. I just like, just literally no words. Um, there is an exception for rape or incest, like I said, and um, reading more. Uh, so yeah, soon to be legal, soon to be illegal. Sorry, 
um, okay, it does also have the except. It has the exception of saving the life of pregnant person. Okay, Mississippi on one website is saying the law contains exceptions in cases of rape, no incest from this website from Politico, or to save the life of a pregnant person. On healthcare dive, it says exceptions for raised rape and incest. Um, so do your own research on that one. Hopefully, what hopefully no one here is going to be raped or having an incest situation praying for all okay missouri is illegal no exceptions for rape or incest um it's soon to be illegal is what politico is saying legal in uh, sorry illegal in healthcare dive um the, the the trigger law contains an exception to save the life of a pregnant person uh, yeah, no exceptions for rape or incest. Montana, legal. Everyone moved to Montana. Nebraska is legal. Uh, let me get you guys the dates. Montana, abortion legal till viability. Nebraska, legal until 20 weeks after fertilization. Nevada is legal until after 24 weeks after fertilization. Fuck yeah, let's all move to Lake Tahoe. New Hampshire is, uh, is legal until 24 weeks after last period. New Jersey is legal throughout pregnancy. Abortion is legal throughout pregnancy. We love that. Let's all move to New Jersey. New Mexico, abortion legal throughout pregnancy. Great, let's move to New Mexico. New York is legal until 24 weeks after fertilization north carolina is abortion is legal for now including a 20-week law that has been enjoined by the courts so if we go down to um wait what did i just say i said north carolina yeah north carolina is legal for now let me read this to you guys abortions are for now legal until viability north carolina has multiple laws on the books dealing with abortion including a 20-week law that's been enjoyed by the courts and a pre-row law that isn't in effect because it was modified by another law after row was decided court action could alter which of the state's laws are allowed to be enforced and would likely take weeks or months all right so north carolina is kind of in the clear for right now north dakota is soon to be illegal um the trigger law prohibits all abortions except in case of rape incest or to save the life of a pregnant person idaho legal for now up to 20 weeks um we're also seeing with idaho that i mean another website the healthcare dive is saying illegal no exceptions for rape or incest six-week ban and then politico is saying illegal for now so whichever one's either updated most recently or they're kind of preconceiving the notion of like what's going to happen um, from Politico, it says abortions are for now legal until 20 weeks post-fertilization. A state law banning abortion six weeks after pregnancy person's last menstrual period has been preliminarily, preliminal, preliminary, preliminarily, preliminary, I can't say the fucking word. I've been speaking way too much. Plurim, pl preliminary, pl pl preliminary, preliminary enjoin. Thank you very much. Through Republican Attorney General David Yost, um has said he anticipates a filing to a motion to lift the stay if Roe is overturned. Okay, so it has been overturned. This must be a little bit outdated. Hold on, let me look at like when this was done. Yeah, this was a uh, it's not that much. It's not that outdated. It was like the end of June. It's a little bit outdated. Versus Politico was done. 12th of july okay it was actually updated yesterday so we really should be going on politico of what they're saying all right moving back to this one glad i have cross-checked those dates and why i had two websites up not just one so um where were we where we are at we were at idaho or north dakota where were we i can't remember north dakota is illegal 
Idaho is illegal, no exceptions for rape or incest, six-week ban. Oklahoma is illegal, six-week ban, exceptions for rape and incest. And the law mirrors Texas legislation allowing um, civil people, civilian, like I can't speak anymore, I, fuck this, people to sue individuals um, who aid and abet abortion procedures for up to $10,000. That's fucked. Um, Oregon is legal. Pennsylvania is legal. Rhode Island is legal. South Carolina is in South Carolina, abortion is illegal past six weeks of pregnancy. Um, exceptions for rape and incest. South Dakota, illegal. Uh, no exceptions for rape or incest. Total ban. Um, and anyone that who... Jesus fucking Christ. Anyone who performs an abortion, they will be charged with a class six felony. I literally can't. Tennessee, no exceptions for rape or incest. It is illegal. Texas illegal and those that aid in abortion ten thousand dollar fine uh six week ban no exceptions no exceptions for rape or incest also like again just fucked utah legal but awaiting ban um so they're waiting for a ban to be brought in it will be uh no exceptions for oh, no it will be sorry exceptions for rape or incest vermont is legal Virginia is legal. Washington is legal. West Virginia is illegal. No exceptions, rape or incest. Total ban. Wisconsin is no, is illegal. No exceptions for rape or incest. Lastly, Wyoming illegal. No exceptions for rape or incest. So that is the overview of that. Kind of depressing, <laughs> but that is the answer of can abortions be done for high-risk pregnancies? It depends where you live. Ladies, Queen Alchemy is closing shortly and you do not want to miss out on this. I know there are so many of you and honestly, you probably listening that have wanted to do this program forever and you are holding yourself back from beliefs that are coming through your ego and coming through fears that are not supporting your higher self. This program will change your life. Look like you owe it to yourself to look at the website page and read all those testimonials because they are the proof that doing this program is not risky. It's not a what if I don't get the results. As long as you show up, you will get the results because every other woman has. Look at the testimonials. Look at all the screenshots. There are three full highlights full of screenshots from the last four years of running Queen Alchemy. So rest assured that this program will absolutely change your life. And I cannot wait to do this program in some new place in my life. Very, very special. The environment alone is going to quantum leap you. And I, I just cannot wait to show you this amazing new space of mine. What about morning after pill now being limited for sales? Okay, so from what I've read, the morning after pill will not be uh, like banned or anything because it is different to an abortion. So the morning after pill, um, you know, an abortion, just so we're all clear, it's like there has been conception and there is a fetus inside of a woman's womb. Morning after pill, what it actually does is it delays ovulation. So the way that it works is different. Um, so, so far, so good. The morning after pill is still available. I have done an episode before a while ago on the morning after pill. So, if you are curious about it, I will um, ensure that it is linked below so that you guys can re-listen or listen to that episode because you do you do not want to use the, whole, the morning after pill as a form of birth control. It is very fucking bad for you. It is there, obviously, when needed um, in those cases, but 
I mean, I've used it before, like in my teens when I was being fucking stupid and didn't know my cycle, it will, it will fuck up your cycle for a few months and it will cause hormonal dysregulation and, and a whole host of side effects. So just be careful when using it. But obviously like how amazing that we get access to these tools when they are, um, when they are needed, obviously with the morning after pill, because of the way that it works is by delaying ovulation, you want to be obviously taking it before you ovulate. If you're in your luteal phase and if you've already ovulated, then, um, one, you shouldn't be falling pregnant because you've already ovulated and then two it won't really be as effective if you know for sure that you've ovulated so the morning after pill is used when you have had sex a man has finished inside of you and you're like shit i haven't ovulated yet or you are ovulating at the moment and um you know you don't want to have a baby. That's what the morning after pill is for, but it's not to be used as any sort of, um, hormonal birth control. So just keeping that in mind, lady, just like, just like abortions are not to be used as birth control. Uh, neither is the morning after pill because it is not good for your body, but it is there if you need it. All right. Next question. Um, okay. My thoughts on abortions. I feel like I've covered that in the, in the previous episodes. I am pro abortions. I am not pro having them as a form of birth control. Absolutely not. They are a last resort, but I also, but I am very much pro choice and I am very much like, I do not want children being birthed into the world that do not feel welcome or wanted into the world. It's traumatizing for the parents and, and it's very, very traumatizing to the child. Um, okay. And then also I've gotten a lot of questions on like how to not get pregnant without birth control. Please listen to that fertility awareness method. Um, and I might actually even record another one just to kind of like get it up in the chart, like get it up, um, like boosted a bit higher in, in the podcast. So you guys are kind of reminded to listen to that. I will put a little note to record a bit of like a, a top up session so that you guys can all get that. If you're in your perfect period, there's a full breakdown in there. Um, but it's really important that you learn to understand your cycle so that you can feel empowered. I've never felt more empowered and trusting of my body compared to when I got off birth control. Um, okay. What can happen if women still practice unsafe abortions as they are, they are not legal? I mean, there are so many different things that can happen. One, the woman can die. Two, the woman doesn't die. The baby gets really fucking sick and you end up with a deformed child. Um, most of the time though, like abortion, like, um, trying to give yourself an abortion can cause major, uh, effects like, da like long lasting damaging effects on you. And it can cause sometimes infertility. So, um, that is the answer for that one. It is very, very dangerous to try and, um, do a DIY abortion. Um, what are your thoughts on some women claiming a small fetus isn't life yet? So I think it is life. Like, obviously it's fucking life. You literally have something growing in your womb space. So it absolutely is life. But as I kind of talked about in my, in the, in the episode, like two episodes ago about this whole thing, there is so much more to consider in somebody's life. It's like the whole thing of, um, Oh my God. What's that? What's that thing called? Um, what's the procedure? I'm just literally Googling this procedure called where you kill yourself. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Euthanasia. Okay. So like I am pro euthanasia. The reason why I'm pro euthanasia is because I don't see lying on your deathbed waiting to die as living. Like that is, that to me is fucking torture. Um, 
So, and you know, like we have, we live in such a pussy world now, like, and I don't want it made to say pussy in like a derogatory way because pussy is powerful, but like, we are all just fucking wimps. We are wimps. We're all so fucking sensitive. We're all too sensitive. We all walk around in fucking eggshells. Like we are just so pathetic these days. And, um, not to say like, that isn't like to put anyone's, you know, ideas in anywhere. I'm not saying that like you should or should not think that a fetus is a life. But what I am saying is that, um, it is life, a fetus in my, in my personal opinion. Um, and then on the side, on the other side of it, of like considering that, like, if someone's life isn't worth living, then that's not living, Like that isn't then life. And that's where I'm like, I wish euthanasia was like, more legal and obviously like within reason you can't go to the drugstore and just like pop a pill right that's fucking stupid that's suicide but i mean euthanasia in cases where someone is lying on their deathbed and they're like you know fucking 90 and they're 100 percent gonna die it's like that's not a way for those for that person to finish their life i know i wouldn't want that and i know that a lot of people um like even when my great aunt died she was like the light of our fucking life like oh my god auntie Delia, i miss you so much i'm gonna fucking cry she was just like the best person in the world and she got um, very bad bowel cancer very, very quickly. And she wouldn't let us kids see her in the hospital bed because she's like, I don't want you to... Re-. Like, she was basically said to my mom, like, I don't want them to remember me like this. Oh, I'm getting teary. Um, she, she wanted us to remember her as, like, the great aunt that we would come over and there would be an abundance of homemade food cooked and we would play in the pool all day and run around with her dog. And that's how she wanted us to remember her. So... I can always like guarantee that if euthanasia was a thing, she would have been like, fucking give me that thing because she's just like no bullshit of like, I know I'm a hundred percent going to die. Like they can't, they cannot get rid of the cancer. Like it's too late basically. And I don't want my niece and her children seeing like remembering me like this. And I don't want to go like this. So that's where, I mean, that's kind of was a tangent, but, um, I definitely think that a fetus is um, life. I understand. I, I can. I can see people's point of view of it not being life yet, um, but uh, I think where they're kind of more seeing it from is when it's like a when it's like a I didn't want this pregnancy. Then their brain is. Then their brain comes in of like this isn't a fucking child yet. It hasn't been birth. Blah blah blah. And I see their point right of like let's like let's say they are not in a position to birth a child and bring a child into a world and raise a child they are actually wanting to prevent the child from not having a life like from not having the life that they desire for that child so i completely understand that point um so they're my kind of thoughts okay next a uh, lot of questions Okay. Should we delete period tracking apps in case info is not confidential anymore? I mean, yes and no. I've, I've been seeing that around. Um, I know that like Flow, um, by Alyssa Vitti, like her app, they're staying confidential. Um, you need to read the terms and conditions of the app that you use, but also like just don't fucking put a pregnancy in there if you, and, and abortions, you know what I mean? Like keep that shit to yourself. I still use a period tracking app. I do have my period tracker. It's also a booklet that you can use that I do love using. I just have been traveling a lot that I have, I've just found it easier to do it on my, on my um phone because I kept forgetting to like pull it out of suitcases and put it in a spot that I would remember because I wasn't in my normal routine. Um, so I've been using a phone, but like, I would not track like, oh, I got an abortion today. Like, oh, I felt pregnant today and it's unwanted. I just want to track that in there, if that makes sense. Okay, so for all of you that have a less than ideal cycle or period or endo or PCOS, 
or bloating or back pain or whatever issues come with your cycle and your period and you are, if you are not in your perfect period, I would really, really recommend that you join it. You can binge watch all three modules as soon as you join um, and it is jam packed full of everything you need to know it's six hours and about six hours i think it's actually a bit more than that and it is jam-packed with everything that you need to know about your cycle like this shit does not go out of fashion you will use this knowledge for the other women in your life for helping them and for helping your future daughters or your or your nieces you know um so please 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 do yourself the favor and stop complaining about living with a shitty cycle if you're not going to do anything about it because this program is going to blow your mind when it comes to understanding your cycle and honestly like this is you can't put a price tag on this like you have a period once a month and why are so many of us allowing ourselves to be in pain and discomfort for like a week every fucking month it, it doesn't make any sense so if you're like enough is enough then make sure you join your perfect period um okay if you go to a state where it is legal and return to your own state where it is not is it is it prosecutable from what i understand no but but like correct me on that or do your own research and it could change um that, but from what I understand, the answer is no. There are some loopholes to get through. I was, I couldn't find it again to put it in the podcast, but I was reading something where it's like you can get the abortion pill mailed to you um, to like a different, like it was like this whole address loop kind of thing. So there are ways around it. Um, from what I understand, the answer to that question is no. Okay. Um, and then another question of like, like now with abortions, is it a crime everywhere? Will I be put in jail? Um, great question. Basically, what I went through at the beginning of the episode explains the states that are like yes and no to a crime. Okay, my concern is the impact this will have in countries who follow US, you know, like Australia, the EU, UK, X, Y, and Z. I am really fucking hoping this has not become a world trend. I don't think it's something trendy. I don't think it's something we should be proud of. So I completely understand your concerns about that. Um, what I'm, you know, what I am reminding myself is that at least in like, let's say Australia, okay, Australia actually no, but like the EU and the US, so in the US, every state operates differently. In Australia, uh, less so, like, you know what I mean? Because we're a much smaller country. So yes, every state has its own laws, but it's easier to make a law of the whole country because it's a smaller country. Again, from my understanding and from what I know about politics, which is not that much, but I, my dad and my sister is a very, very, my dad and my sister are very, very into politics. So I hear about it a lot. Um, the EU then, you've got all these countries right next to each other. So the likelihood of every single country in the EU putting a total ban on it, and then Australia also, like, it, the likelihood... I mean, look, nothing surprises me these days. So, like, fuck. <laughs> nothing surprises me these days. But I... I mean, we've... For example, like, when COVID happened and all these vaccine laws came in, everyone went into a full state of panic. Um, and and now a lot of them have been lifted. So for all we know, things could change. Um, so try not to jump too far in the future and just really stay in the present and learn your cycle. Okay, uh, next question. Can How can casual sex happen 
how casual sex can happen even in a relationship, realizing the power of like, wait, what? I don't know what that one was. Um, how many hours can you have in bed during ovulation without risking pregnancy? I mean, I can't tell you the amount of hours you need to understand when you ovulate in that window of ovulation. So if you want to be really safe, five days before ovulation, a day after ovulation, um, would be do not have sex or use the pull-out method or use a condom or use all fucking three. No, okay, not, not all three. You can't do all three. Use of the pull-out method and a condom if you want. It depends you, your position, your relationship, if you're in a relationship, where you are in life, like how risky you're willing to be, like X, Y, and Z. Obviously, that's totally up to you. It's not about an hour's thing. It's not about, oh, you can have three and a half hours of sex during ovulation, then you won't fall pregnant. It's literally about you understanding your cycle and not having sex or being careful when you are ovulate when you're the day of ovulation and that window before where the sperm can live inside of you that then can implant into an egg when you ovulate. Um, okay, what can we do to support women with unwanted pregnancies? Honestly, being a safe space, making it an open conversation, and really understanding that, um, like, your opinion isn't the only opinion about abortions. Um, and even though you might be heartbroken if a friend needed an abortion because you're like, oh my god, you're fine, just, like, have the baby, you do not understand, like, what it feels like to actually be in that situation if you haven't been in it. So just be supportive to your girlfriends, and it really encourage the conversation of understanding your cycle like a lot of me and my girlfriends it's like oh my god in my literal phase like we literally talk about the phases of our cycle we talk about our periods we talk about ovulation we talk about sex so it always becomes an open conversation and understanding where you are in your cycle has become a very normal part of my life like yes to do with my job but like my acupuncturist all in, is all into it so it's like oh my god like don't fucking talk to, like we're talking about boys and, and she's like the other day she was like um yeah like he texted me and i'm like why the fuck are you texting me i'm in my luteal phase i'm like i'm laughing my head off and my other girlfriend like same fucking thing like she's like, you know, if I was in my luteal phase, I would have just called into, I would have said to my work colleagues, like, I can't come to the event this week. Don't fucking talk to me. I'm in my luteal phase. <laughs> and so it's become like normal. So try and make that a part of your, um, of your conversation with your girlfriends. Um, okay. How men are the perpetrators of abortion by coming inside women. And this is like something that I do not like has been brought up, um, in conversation, not just by this person, but just generally speaking. And this is what I was talking about in the last episode. Like, do not blame men. Rape, incest, like unwanted sex, completely different story, but you are half of sex. You are half of that person. Sorry, you are half of the equation. So if you have sex with your boyfriend, husband, girlfriend, and you get pregnant, you don't want to, you cannot just be like, well, you came inside of me. Like that kind of thinking is just blame. And what a way to create so much shame in a man for his manhood. And like these are the these are the things where it's like when you are shaming a man for being a man, he takes it on board. Like, why do you think men have a higher suicide rate? Right? It's not because they're pussies. It's because we are blaming men for everything, taking no responsibility for ourselves in the equation, right? And they feel so much shame because for most men, there is never actually an intention to hurt us. So I don't like that whole argument of like, well, men, it's men's faults. Like they're the one that finished, they're the ones that finish inside of me, blah, blah, blah. It's like, if you're in a healthy relationship with your partner, um, like you can tell him not to, if you don't want him to. And uh, like, if I said to my boyfriend, I don't want you to come inside of me, he wouldn't fucking come inside of me. Right. Or like, for example, when I'm like leading up to ovulation, I'm like, Oh babe, like I'm leading up. He'll just be like, he won't come inside of me he's not gonna be like oh you'll you'll be fine you'll be fine he respects 
like our decision because we are in a joint relationship. So that, and like, that's where again, you like fucking insert ad for boundaries masterclass. Everyone needs to get that masterclass so that they are embodied in their boundaries. So they feel safe to be like, no, to whether it's the guy they're dating, like a casual thing, um, or their partner when they don't want a man to finish inside of them. Um, okay. All right. If the dad was a loving, committed, true man, would the mom even have it in them to have an abortion? That is a very individual question. I'm not actually going to answer that. Um, the cultural shift that needs to happen. So unwanted pregnancies don't happen in the first place. I mean, that's not a cultural shift. That's, I mean, the cultural shift would be like, they're always going to happen, right? They're all, unwanted pregnancies are always going to happen. You have the pregnancies where it's like, you know, I wasn't even fucking ovulating or I ovulated twice that cycle. Like I've had, I've had some friends that have had miracle fucking babies. I'm like, literally, how did that fucking happen? Like you weren't ovulating. You'd already ovulated. You were well into your luteal phase. Like I don't even understand how that happened. Like miracle fucking babies. And that is just like the miracle of, of conception. Right. Um, so there isn't just that, I mean, the cultural shift would be, women understanding their cycles and men understanding women's cycles. But like I said in the last episode, that doesn't make Big Pharma any money. So that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen until Big Pharma is flushed down the toilet. And and then we are empowered to understand our bodies because it doesn't make Big Pharma money. Like I don't fucking pay Big Pharma anything when it comes to my, I mean, I don't pay Big Pharma anything, but I don't pay Big Pharma anything when it comes to my reproductive organs because I just check my own cycle. They don't make any money from me. Uh, to them, like I'm a bad fucking consumer. <laughs> so they they, they want to create situations where the consumers have to buy from them to make money. Um, next one, so much generational trauma resurfacing about, surfacing about the abuse of women's bodies with this news. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Couldn't agree more. Just out of curiosity. And then that's why I'm like, fucking join Queen Alchemy. Like join Queen Alchemy. If you are having any kind of trauma response from this, any kind of fear, if you need to learn to trust your body more, join Queen Alchemy. Just out of curiosity, will you be going through the meaning of the original decision and laws? Oh, I kind of, uh, what I've done already is like good enough. Um, like just for like my knowledge of it, I don't want to like make this whole thing too lorry when you guys can do your own research. I want to make it like more empowering. Like I said in the previous episode, your take on spiritual bypassing, ignoring the 3D issues or 3D realities about this issue. I am not loving the spiritual bypassing. I haven't seen that much of it, but what I am seeing, it's like, oh, like if you're raped and you're meant to be pregnant, like, like you have to like trust it. I'm like, that's disgusting. Like, have you been raped? Like, mm, like, like come back and tell me that when you have been raped violently or unviolently and you have an unwanted pregnancy and you don't fucking want to look at your like look look at the guy that raped you every day through the eyes of your child and come back and tell me that when you're pregnant and, and like oh you want to raise a child and when they ask their parent like you have to tell them that because you didn't have another option it's one thing if you decide that for yourself great support that beautiful and then another thing, when you have to live with that trauma every fucking day for the rest of your life and your child has to live with that trauma, not a fan, not a fan, not a fan. So the, all the spiritual bypassing, I, that's why I'm like, I fucking hate spiritual bypassing no matter what, in what way, shape or form it comes up as. It's just, it's so like, it's just, to me, it comes across as like very weak, naive, naive, 
yeah, arrogant, ignorant, one of those uh, ignorant, um, and like no fucking backbone. It's like, it's not grounded leadership energy in any way, shape or form. It's just like pathetic, to be honest. It's really pathetic. And it's like kind of embarrassing. Um, okay. Uh, I feel like women don't matter angry at people who don't understand feminine cycle making decisions. How do I fix that? That's kind of what I was saying in the first episode. I completely understand the anger. Guys, try and be the women that you all want to be. Be the proud feminine woman. Do not be the angry bit of bitch. Um, get your anger release. Scream into a fucking pillow. Do what you have to do to release your anger in a healthy way. I completely understand the rage about it. Do not put it onto men or to other people because it is only going to make you feel more bitter and angry. And you're not then holding yourself as like a high quality woman. You are like putting yourself down to the same level that they are and if you if you've listened to like the girl boss episode i was literally doing a whole fucking chapter on my book about this yesterday of like angry women like i get the anger right and like let yourself be angry but you being political like you being publicly degrading to other people all the time not sometimes all the time one, it gets fucking addictive. So you get this victimhood, right? Which gets really addictive. And then two, it's like you put yourself in a masculine shell. So you're actually going to just constantly be unhappy. So don't do that to yourself. Like you deserve to be happy. Don't do it to yourself. Focus on feeling more empowered and trustworthy towards your cycle and your body. Don't go down the other route. Um, okay. What else? Uh, some of these questions I've already answered. Maybe too general, but how do you decide when you need an abortion? I mean, that is so personal for you. Very, very personal. Um, okay, a lot of these questions I've answered in the first episode. How to have a conversation with someone who is pro-life and I'm pro-choice. Honestly, I fucking wouldn't. That would that's like having a conversation with someone that's like pro-guns, anti-guns. Like I've tried to have them before, and it's just like a topic I don't discuss because I will never see their fucking side. And they won't see mine. And I'm like, how do you not fucking see my side? And they think, how do I not see their side? So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, just just don't talk about it because nobody fucking wins. Um, okay, there's some stories, Kay. Um, how to communicate with your man, share the pain and feeling supported. Just communicate with him. Literally just tell him, communicate with him. And he probably feels, he probably feels shame about it of being a man because he feels like he wants to fix this. He's probably men, prob, men, I bet you a million men now, more than a million. I bet you so many men are now so afraid of getting a woman accidentally pregnant and then being blamed and shamed and X, Y, and Z. So there is, there is negative repercussions of this on men as well. Not nearly to the extent, obviously not to that physical extent, but they have to deal with the worry about getting a woman pregnant and then dealing with the shame and the ridicule and the anger and the bitterness that could come to them as a result of an unwanted pregnancy. Um, okay, I've answered those in other way, shapes, or form. My friends are talking about getting into birth control, but out of fear of pregnancy, what do you recommend? Like I've said, the fertility awareness method, because you can fall pregnant on birth control and it's if you use the fertility awareness method properly you're actually more likely to fall pregnant on the pill than the fertility awareness method so go to that episode that i've referenced um and go to the episode also about understanding the different forms of hormonal birth control listen to them i'm going to get ebony to link all of them below listen to them again and again and again send them to your girlfriends so they have a full understanding and also remembering if you get the iud you could cause yourself to become infertile if it was displaced 
Um, so like something else to consider. It's like understand your cycle, know your cycle, get good at drawing boundaries so you can feel empowered in your sexuality. Do queen alchemy so you can further clear trauma, clear blocks around confidence and security, speaking your truth, past trauma, X, Y, and Z, so that you can feel really safe in your body, so you can draw boundaries when necessary, X, Y, and Z, and then you'll feel a whole lot better about this area. Aussie women worried about this idea of hostility. Okay, cool. Um, the fear it creates around having sex and sexual energy as a whole. I mean, I completely get it. It does, right? It's like it's like you want to then hide so that you don't have, so you don't seem like desirable, and then you know start dating this beautiful man and then accidentally fall pregnant. I completely get it. Us shutting ourselves down is what they want. Don't do it. Get empowered. Trust your body. Trust the wisdom of being a woman. The worst thing that you can do right now is give in to what they want right? Give into the anger, give into the hate, give into the fear, give into all of the chaos. Don't do that to yourself because you just end up ruining your life and being miserable. Instead, come back to you, join Queen Alchemy, listen to my podcast, invest in my programs that allow you to feel more empowered about being a woman. I Again, I understand my privilege of I have money and I have resources and X, Y, and Z if I needed an abortion, but I can't just jump a wait list. And the problem is it's going to be a huge funnel neck. Is that what it's called? A huge funnel neck in the states that are that are, that are still legal because everybody's going to be going to them, right? So I still have fear, worry, concern about it and not to the extent of some other women. I completely understand that. But I am still like shocked, horrified X, Y, and Z about this situation. And I am not dimming myself and ruining my life because of it. If there is a will, there is a fucking way. So I'm going to leave it on that positive note. Do not dim your lights, ladies. Queen Alchemy is open for enrollment. There is one more week left to join for the last round 2022. I know there is still a bunch of you. I'm feeling like there is 12 of you that are still meant to join. If you know that you are in one of them, maybe you've done your form already and I've sent you the payment link, but you're fucking self-sabotaging and sitting on it. Or whether you know you want to join and you have had that tab open for ages in your in, in your um, computer, but you still haven't made the leap, fucking do it. Do not not put yourself first. This is the time to put yourself first. Don't keep waiting. It's never going to be the right time. Make it the right time. I will see you in that program. I'm so fucking excited. It's going to be amazing. And I will talk to you on the next episode.